0: Brought to you by BlackRifleCoffee.com oh,
2: <laughs>
0: We're really feeling it, aren't we? Aren't we, James? Oh, yes. Huh?
1: Oh, yes.
0: It, we're in the dead of winter.
1: I mean, you guys. We're what bundled is it, up. 50?
0: Uh 42.
1: Oh my god. It is
0: a balmy 42. Woo. Isn't that what they say balmy?
1: Uh, it's a yeah. balmy.
0: Th- oh boy. Yeah. I've got a I've got a jacket on here from <laughs> from back in the Nether regions. Um you know, back when I was a young boy in the Netherlands, I used to have they used to have this jacket. Um,
1: you mean the '90s? Ah, whatever. 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 Dude, God. Um, God. Even
0: the microphone's having trouble today. You know, it's just cold and rickety, and
1: can't even touch it. The metal's it, so just, cold. It's just
0: moving on its own. Um, <laughs> uh, nothing I can do about it. <laughs> Welcome to the the new. I want to call this the New Year's Eve show. Is that is that appropriate? Can we say that?
1: Oh uh, yeah, New Year, New Me.
0: Uh, new Year, New You. God, I hate when I fucking hate when people say that.
1: You know, I, I, I don't think they say it anymore. Do they, they do. They do. Oh, no.
0: Everybody still says it. Um, you know what? I, you know what? I got to the fucking gym, too, which I, I knew it was coming at one point from someone, some asshole somewhere.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: I got the old. See you next year.
1: Oh. <laughs>
0: it's like, fuck what you. What if you came dude. in today, though? What's that?
1: What if you came in today? See you next year.
0: Huh? Yeah. Three days. Three days. So, I, you know,
1: ah, see you next year. Right. Like, right. fuck
0: There's nothing worse than that joke to me. Like, there, nothing <laughs> what about, like, gets my, my, my fucking goat worse than that joke.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah,
0: and April Fool's is, is second on that list.
1: Second, yeah. I
0: don't enjoy April Fool's. I don't, I've don't i never found any of them funny. Um, Unless you're
1: murdering someone.
0: Yeah. Yeah, if you then murder if you murder it. someone, hilarious way to Hilari-
1: go on April Fool's. Yeah,
0: yeah, because then it's Whoopsie like see oh,
1: Daisy. Sorry
0: about that. Yeah, um, you're going yeah. to prison for the rest of your life on April <laughs> right? Fool's.
1: What framed like Gone Girl? Somebody April Fools?
0: Exactly. <laughs> like then I could have a hearty chuckle and understand. You like, guys
1: would laugh every time you visit in jail, right? Oh, every we have oh. a, a
0: nice a nice long hilarious. belly laugh together of like. April Fools, guess what?
1: <laughs> you visit him every April Fools. You're
0: murdered. You murdered somebody. <laughs> you
1: murdered somebody, and I'll never tell. I uh, know,
0: I will never tell. I'm going Strike Force a little boom, boom uh, to start off. I feel like I needed it today. I feel mm. like I needed it today. Yeah, it I don't, warms know, I don't up. know if the camera caught it, but uh, that 750 milliliter bottle comes in handy, um, especially when you're dressed like the fucking Michelin man. Yeah. Mm. Um, you know, because we really wanted to sell this bit. It is only 42 degrees here. But the rest of the country is under some you know, Listen. Siberian siege right now. They don't know Erie, where we're Pennsylvania in. got five feet of snow. They got 53 inches.
1: That's crazy. Mm. Must be some kind of record, huh?
0: It is a record, actually. Oh. Um, and, you know, people are digging out. There's, there's all kinds of photos online. It's going to be the coldest, actually, New Year's Eve ever in Times Square. So people are going to really, really turn out for that.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: I think mo- mo- more or less just to say they did it. Kind of yeah. like Woodstock where it was just
2: like, I was there. Yeah.
0: Remember the coldest New Year's Eve ever in New York City? There was one colder. I, I was remember there. it.
1: 1917. Oh, what, what, was it? Yeah. It was actually one colder.
0: Yeah, but I'm talking about like the Dick Clark era. Like Dick Clark wasn't, maybe he was alive. But that it, motherfucker was to It is going to be, like be the
1: coldest since like 1962.
0: Yeah, yeah, something crazy. So, Since they've been doing the ball on t- television, I believe. Yeah. Um, c- because that's when people are, you know, really lying in the streets for all this oh, shit. That sounds so, like, like, a
1: nightmare. Just Jenny McCarthy. Oh, yeah, boy. Peeing in the streets. Yeah. Yeah. You know, she's going to pee. Somewhere she always outside. does. Yeah.
0: She always does. And, well, look, I get lost in the magic of it. Mm-hmm. I, get, I get lost in the magic of. Her making out with, uh, is it Donnie? Donnie, Donnie Wahlberg. Yeah. And
1: Donnie being like, oh, are you jealous?
0: Yeah, you jealous? Look what I got, Look guys. what I got. Jenny McCarthy.
1: Um, we're good, Donnie. I but know. Go, way to go, bud. The funny
0: thing is, though, when I see them on, because they they do it every year, she makes out with him on New Year's Eve. Mm. And it, 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 is, it is that that sense from him, like, yeah, uh, you jealous, mm-hmm. boys? You, you jealous? jealous? Um, and it's like, man, for a 90s dude, though. From NKOTB, New Kids in the Block, obviously for you, for you laymen at home, you amateurs, yeah. who don't understand Ugh. what NKOTB Turn is. Turn off
1: the show. Yeah,
0: flip it off. Um, that's probably that was probably his dream.
1: Oh yeah, along think, with the
0: rest of us as a as a listen, kid, where you were like, all right, yeah, Jenna McCarthy's that's that's the best you could
1: get. I think up until fairly recently, she was like, you know, a hot lady that was she's still
0: hot for her age
2: yeah
1: i I, I just
0: my my thing with jenny mccarthy is i can't take the 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 rest of the ridiculousness of her Mm -hmm. remember that vaccination thing she Mm -hmm. went through for fucking years and then just one day popped up and said i was wrong sorry about that and it was like man you rail she railed against people for fucking years on that shit Mm -hmm. and then just one day it was just like oh my my bad i think i was i think i was really wrong on that Mm -hmm. um and you were like wait wait what Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, after that, I was kind of done with her. Like, I was like, "Ah, eh, she's cool. Like, we're we're good on on the Jenny McCarthy sitch." Like, um, and I asked people like who would who were friends with her. I was like, "What's her fucking story? Like, is she a blast or whatever?" And I uh, somebody I'd known had done a sketch with her for I don't think it was Funny or Die, and they went to her house,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and they were like, "Look, you know, she just broken up with Jim Carrey. She was a oh. fucking blast. Uh, people were doing blow in the house." And just kinda, you know, let everybody do what they want and party and all this shit. Uh she was in her, you know, early forties or late like, thirties yeah. at that point. You were just like, Oh. She yeah. had a five year old, they said too. They were like, Oh, you're still doing still doing that. Sure. Um, Keep yeah. it going. So she's look, she is what what you see, but apparently from what I'm told. So I'm her I'm sure her and Donnie just go fucking Ugh. bug fuck. Like they get bug weird. Fuck. Like, I mean, I bet you they have like Coke weekends where it's like, hey, sure, we're going to send off the kids. Mm -hmm. It's that cold weather. The cold weather that got me specifically so we can do Coke. Right. You know, like a a good three day.
1: Exclusively. Sure. Yeah.
0: Like a three day Coke weekend. Mm -hmm. That's a thing probably for people.
1: Yeah. For them. For sure. Yeah. 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 Um. Yeah. She did. Well, she only has one kid, right? I think. Yeah. When you have one kid. You can, still, you're just, you can still do a Coke weekend a is what you're saying? Well, there's a difference. Like When you have one kid, you have a kid. When you have two, you're a mom. Right. Do you know what I mean? Right, right, right. And that's the difference.
0: Uh, well, So, so you're,
1: you're Jenny McCarthy with a kid tell, if you just have one. So
0: that's Casey Anthony. That's my, uh, you know, right. she only had right. the one. She only right. had the one that was a little too much for her.
1: Some people just can't handle. Handle what? Kids. Uh,
0: Oh yeah. 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 So some people can't. Drugs. Yeah. Both. Both. Can't
1: handle life. Yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah. Those people are, it's just like, Hey, get get your shit together. Get your shit together. Yeah. Like if you can't handle drugs, don't do drugs.
1: Yeah.
0: If you can't handle kids, don't have kids.
1: Don't have
0: kids. Pretty, pretty, pretty simple. Sure. Pretty stock standard.
1: Sure. Sure.
0: Um, but happy new year's Eve, Jabes.
1: Yeah. Happy new year's Eve. Cause I think the next show
0: airs on new year's day. So this will be the last show. Of twenty seventeen. See you oh, next year. See you next year, fuckers. <sighs> See you next year. Um so we're gonna we're gonna go out with a fucking bang. Mm. A bango.
1: Okay. Tonight. Oh, I'm scared. Yeah. Well, well, we'll
0: find out what goes down. We'll find out what goes down. We've we'll got a big show, but at first we got some sponsors who pay for this thing to be on the air. Twenty 18 is going to be all about Black Rifle oh, Coffee. Oh yes. Boom, hold up your hold up your mug to camera. Happy
1: about it. Happy about it.
0: Blackriflecoffee.com is uh, is our our featured sponsor for all of 2018. Yep. Isn't
1: that Real awesome? Real nice thing.
0: We changed the intro, we got a new intro song, and uh, we're we're a Black Rifle Coffee family now for all right. for all of
1: 2018. Dare we say New Year new us. Yeah.
0: Wow. You did. Oh, you did. I won't anymore. Eh, don't do it. I won't no, anymore. No, shut that down. Okay. Shut that down. But sure. uh, blackriflecoffee.com is uh, is a, the finest premium roast to order coffee. You got it right? I got it right. Maybe. Um We'll see. Ah, nah. it? it's, it's roast to order? Yeah, I mean it's basically. Fresh.
1: That's that's a good way to um explain it to people.
0: Yeah. So, uh, well, essentially what happens is they make it fresh inside the warehouse. And they bag it up and ship it to you. It's not like rebagged or some other fucking bullshit coffee.
2: Because
0: yeah. a, a lot of people don't know. You see all these coffees out there online and all this other shit. And you're like, oh, man. Everybody must have their own roasters and shit. Mm-hmm. And they, they don't. They're just buying beans from like Columbia or like old Folgers beans. Dead serious. And then just repackaging them Putting and shipping them out to shit you. On just it, slapping yeah. a logo on it. Um, these guys don't. Uh, Evan Hafer and, and Edward and those guys take their coffee very seriously. They get a bunch of great flavors. Um, this just black. This is your jam. That's my jam. Uh, I go caffeinated as fuck. We go to blackriflecoffee.com. They've also got the finest apparel in the, in the land. I'm not wearing it today because it's fucking freezing. Right. It's fucking freezing. It's 42. I'm, oh. I'm cold. After oh. living back in the South, you start down, you start to get to 42 again. You're like, I'm good on this. Listen I don't need that anymore. Yeah.
1: From California at 50, yeah. I am freezing. Yeah, yeah. So
0: you're a cold girl. You're a cold girl.
1: I'm a cold girl. Yep. Hmm. You got a heart little of stone. match girl. Huh? Little, little heart of stone. <laughs> little match girl. Isn't that a fun little Christmas story? Yeah. She dies. Yeah, she yeah. dies. She dies. She dies. Uh, go to no blackriflecoffee.com
0: and uh, you type in the promo code Revolution for twenty percent off. They've got a subscription plan, which we have. They ship the coffee right to the fucking house. We don't have to think about it. It's great. Sure. Um big fan. Big fan. Uh, next up. We've got straightrazors.com. There it is. There it is. Uh, Straight razors, dude, they're going... Oh, boy. Big fan. They're going shampoos and conditioners now as well. They're going everything for the fucking man inside of you. If you're a man...
1: Wait. hmm? Would that be your boyfriend or...
0: Could be both. Okay. Could be both. Um, The
1: man you are inside. Yeah,
0: the man you are inside. okay, okay, okay. Or the man inside of you. Mm. So... Either way, Jabes, you're, you're safe in okay. case there is a man inside of you, um, which, which is possible. That's all possible because um, we don't, we don't, we're not, uh, we're not, you know, calling people names here on this show. If you got a man inside of you, you do. If you guys are shaving together, you are. You oh, know, right. Shaving in a bathtub.
1: And it's cool. It's cool. It's cool. It's cool.
0: Both. Both are equally both cool. Both are awesome. Both are equally like, cool. Super awesome. Yeah. If you I ever, like late at night, by the way, I have a weakness where I Google Gay dudes eating, just that phrase. Gay dudes eating uh, happened again last night, oh. and um, it is endless f- entertainment, and mm-hmm. I'm endlessly fascinated by it. Mm-hmm. So I don't, we don't discriminate. You know sure. what I'm saying? I, I post those pictures on my Instagram. Mm-hmm. Go to Instagram and at at St. James, St. James. F- find the gay dudes eating, and then tell me what you think, because right. um, they're really elaborate setups, and I like it a lot. So if there's a man inside of you and you're shaving it with another man, go to straightrazors.com. Uh, get yourself a a shaving kit. Type in the promo code REVOLUTION for 20% off. Last but not least, Strike Force Energy. I, I already put a couple of squirts in here to get it going today. Needed it. Felt like I needed it. Felt like the coffee needed it today. Um, yeah, I know. I, I'm wow. on a, after the holidays, I need to get jacked up to 11 these days. Sure.
1: Get it going.
0: Strikeforce Energy is the premier energy drink in the biz. Uh, They got four flavors, original, orange, lemon, and Make America Grape Again. They've also got that 750-milliliter bottle that sits on your countertop or bar top. Boom, boom. Pop a couple squirts in and go. Go to StrikeForceEnergy.com. They have a subscription of the Month Club as well. Uh, Use the promo code REVOLUTION for 20% off. You don't need the can anymore. You can just get one of these fucking boxes, squeeze it in some water, and you're good to go.
1: Set it and forget it.
0: Set it and forget it. Hit it and quit it. Uh, what does New Year's Eve mean to you, James?
1: What does it mean to me? Yeah, are
0: you a big New Year's gal? Mm,
1: I, I like it. I like New do Year's. Do you like it? I do. I find that it's, it's a lot of hype and pressure, and I'm usually disappointed. I've had a couple great ones, Okay. but it, it feels like you have to have like the best... Night of your of your of your, of your life, yeah. Yeah, it yeah. doesn't feel like lot, that a, it's anymore. It's a lot like prom, yeah.
0: A lot like prom. A lot it,
1: of pressure on it. Valentine stuff like that, where it's like it's so much pressure to like sure. be awesome to be awesome. You can't yeah. drive around. Yeah. I mean, thankfully there's Uber now, but you want to go to a couple different things, you can't because you can't be driving around. Sure. So I don't know. Uh, Bars I, I, are a nightmare. I, I've
0: always been a big fan of New Year's. Okay. Always been a big fan. We ever since I can remember. We, went, we always went really hard on new year's high school college right uh l a um fuck man, like until you get married we, like until I got married I went hard went, sure. ha- went hard real hard on New year's mm-hmm. um, a buddy of mine was a big club promoter, mm-hmm. and so we used to get into all the shit
1: mm-hmm. when
0: t- t- typically you shouldn't be able to right um, I remember in uh, Ninety nine, two thousand. It was it was like the mecca, uh, I believe. Ninety nine was in uh, New York, and uh, my buddy, one of my best friends, um, Chris, had called. You know the clubs that he knew. We we rented out a like a table at one of those like undergrounds fucking nightclubs in New York City that was like super exclusive, where it was like every table was a celebrity, and you you essentially had to be a celebrity to 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 do it. Mm-hmm. So we lied. Chris lied and said, hey, I'm, I'm calling. I'm, I represent the guy on Passions, the soap opera.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Remember
0: with the dummy, Timmy?
1: Uh, yeah. Yeah.
0: Like it was, a, it was like a person. And then when, when, it, when people weren't looking, it turned into a dummy.
1: Uh-huh.
0: We knew nobody watched it. So like you couldn't say, because back, back then, like 99, like, you know, right in there. Soap operas were huge. Still hu- massive. You know, mm-hmm. now there's nothing. Not too many on, but like you had days of your li- our lives, General Hospital, all of that shit. So if you lied and said you were on one of those shows and you got popped, chances are you you would get caught mm-hmm. because people were watching that. and Be like, hey, you're not on that fucking show. Right? Nobody watched Passions. Got it. It was a new soap. Um, it was on, and everybody knew it from the wooden dummy. And like when when you know we booked out this this these reservations, and like. We were in. I'll never forget. It was like our three tables in a row, going down from left to right. Were Diddy was Puff Daddy in New York in '99. I mean, it was dang. Yeah, it was going off. Um, and then the, the table next to us was Claudia Schiffer and David Copperfield, because oh, they were married. That? They were married. Yeah. Oh my. God. And and then us and. You know, I remember showing up at the door, and like you get there, and, and you're at the door, and you're you're telling people, you know, you're like, oh my god, we get a table. You know, it's like you could, my buddy Chris is like, it's it's the guy from Passions or whatever, and I was just like, oh whatever. And I, I never forget the bouncer saying, oh yeah, the one with the fucking dummy, and I was like, oh, okay. I know, and I was like, dude, you know what it's like to act against a fucking dummy all goddamn day. Huge laughs, everybody loved me. Like, mm. we, boom, we got ushered in, got our table, and like we, we you know, we paid for it by the way, because they even though. Like Diddy and things like that, you still have to pay for your shit. Sure. Um, so we paid for it and got in, and there was like another side club attached to it that had like two thousand people, and it was like Gen Pop. And mm-hmm. then the separate club that was underground, um, you know, that, that was like, like the actual party. That's where I ran. That was also where I ran into Jeter at this place because mm-hmm. uh, it was exclusive. Maybe only 150, 200 people in this this motherfucker, and it was it was awesome. Like it, the whole night was fucking rad dream bottles the whole thing like staring walking by staring at claudia schiffer and david copperfield would just give you these eyes of like dude i you don't understand i just took your wallet your watch right and uh when you get home your bed's gonna be missing like he gave you those eyes like he was the creepiest fucking dude on the planet where you're just like oh god still yeah
1: he still is
0: yeah um and i think the pussy posse was rolling around back then it was DiCaprio. Tobin Maguire those guys like that's what they called themselves Ted Sears. Uh, and Lucas McGuire Haas Lucas Haas ugh, was in
1: the pussy Yeah
0: exactly posse? look up Google Lucas Haas um I know him Yeah he's huh. he is not good looking No um
1: he was in a couple he, they tried to I, I, make him something They, they still the look day, yeah. he's
0: he's best friends with DiCaprio he's mm-hmm. he's still in a lot of shit uh, I did a movie with him I did a movie called The Darwin Awards with him um nice guy um friendly kind of weird Sure um but yeah, he's been rolling with those guys for fucking 20 years at this point. Um, so I, I had a, an absolute blast. The night before, um, we were kind of figuring out what to do in New York, and Fish was playing at Madison Square Garden. So we got Fish tickets and uh, took some mushrooms that night. Ooh, Oof.
1: The night before?
0: Yeah, yeah. The night, so the night before New Year's. And wow. again, a friend of mine got him. and He's here at Fish, and it's, it's the polite thing to do at it's that point. It's the
1: only way to enjoy it.
0: Boy, I...
1: It's the I, only way were, to get into it. I don't
0: want to say they were laced with acid. They, they were laced with acid. There's, sh- no way, there's no way around that.
1: Mushrooms laced with acid? That doesn't make any sense.
0: Uh, yeah, Yes, it does, and I'll tell you why. So the, the mushrooms themselves, if they're not strong enough, people will lace them to, to kind of get you there, where it's just like... Acid's a hard sell,
1: mm. um,
0: still. And, and it's a hard sell in New York City. It's also one of those drugs if you get popped with it. right. It's, it's, you're looking at a federal crime. You're not looking at like a mushroom weed type crime, you know? So like what they would do is if the mushrooms weren't strong enough, kind of lace them with acid, put a little acid in there to kind of, kind of mm-hmm. boost them. Um So that way you felt like you weren't getting ripped off and you were, you know, right. Look, you're still tripping. And that's the, cause that's the thing about mushrooms. You don't know how hard they are. Like some are aggressive. There's, there's an aggressive strain and then there's not. And it's like, you know, We've all taken them where you're like, whoa, I was really fucking, the walls were melting off. There's other times where you're like, yeah, I laughed a lot and I had a good time. Right. Um, but there's no, there's no way to gauge it, um, which, you know, which is probably why that, that guy from California is trying to legalize them. So that way there's at least some medical grade to them mm-hmm. so that you're even of like, all right, I know, I know what I'm getting here. Right. Um, but back then you didn't know what you were getting. So these felt lace where, where they were, you know, probably not the real mushrooms. And the guy was trying to juice them up a little bit to make them seem like it. Mm-hmm. And uh, great show, Madison Square Garden. Um, and I'm not a big, we've talked about this before in the show. I'm not a big fish fan per se, but I enjoy, I enjoy them in concert. Like, I, I think if you're going to see a, a fish show, you're not going to be disappointed. Not only with the music, like, because they jam and they're, they're great. They're great musicians. Um, but also the atmosphere. Where there's always constantly shit going on. I remember that show, they had blown up 2,000 miniature cheeseburgers, um, beach balls. Mm. And so from the stage, they released these 2,000 miniature cheeseburgers. And those were going all over Madison Square Garden. And it was pretty dope, you know? Uh, They also did a thing with like lasers and like, you know, all kinds of shit. And it was, they play into the environment of, all right, these guys are high or they're tripping or whatever it is. And, and uh in the music suits and it's a blast like i'll I'll, i've never not been to a fish show and not had a good time right it's almost impossible sure um regardless of what you think of their music uh, otherwise Mm -hmm. uh but but this is what started off that new year's was so we get out of there and i was just like man i am flying right now absolutely flying i need to I need to calm her down a little bit. So I, I talked to my buddies and I was like, hey, everybody else was kind of tired because the show went long. Like right. the fish not give a fuck. They'll play for four or five hours. Mm-hmm. And you don't know when you show up what you're going to get, which is the magic of them. But afterwards, some, you know, some of the, the people I was with were like, hey, man, it's fucking late. I want to go back and get ready for New Year's tomorrow night. You know, we, we got this table and we rented it out and all these celebrities mm-hmm. are going to be there whatever. And I was like, all right, cool. I'm flying a little bit. I need to go to a bar. So my buddy took me to a bar and I go in tripping balls and you're in the middle of New York city,
2: Mm.
0: middle of New York city. You know, you you can, you can just grab a beer, kind of hang yourself, million dive bars, no big deal. I walk in and it was somebody from high school who was the bartender. Yeah. And I was like, and they were like, Ross, Ross Patterson. Oh, what are you doing? And I was like, Oh no. Yeah. And, and what, you, what are you going to say? I'm, uh, I just took a bunch of I've weird... I've been
1: doing great. I'm, yeah, I'm tripping doing, uh, balls. Yeah,
0: I, I'm fantastic. I've been Everything getting into well.
1: psychedelics. It's and, awesome.
0: He's going well.
1: A lot of self-medicating. Oh,
0: um, yeah. So I, I immediately panicked and I was like, I took this beer, tried to make some coherent sentence and uh, then bounced.
1: They were probably like, okay.
0: I probably grossed out, but I mean... My whole life. Good
1: to see you. Exactly. Ross.
0: Um. But, but that was leading into the New Year's. New Year's was a fucking blast. We we did it up, crushed it, kicked the dick out of life. Sure. Uh, next year was was ninety nine going into two thousand. So that was when the Y two K thing was was going down, where the whole world was supposed to shut down. Mm. You remember that? Where mm-hmm. it was just like, oh, we're all gonna die, and everybody. I don't know if you were like this, but we were we were all watching the news because Australia always hits first. They yeah. have the first New Year's. And you were like, is the the power grid going to melt down? Do they have anything left? Um, Are we going to (laughs) die? So we all sat in the hotel room. We were in Miami. um, And we saw, you know, on the thing that uh, Australia had survived. And Uh. there was a guy on the cover of Time Magazine who who saved the Y2K thing um, from happening. And uh, no one remembers his name to this day. No sure. one knows who it is. But he solved the, that algorithm or whatever the fuck it was from all of our computer systems shutting down. So that one I liked because we were going hard p- thinking we were going to die. Right. Thinking it was going to be over. Oh, okay. And then was, there was going to be an apocalypse and all this shit. Right. Also, we knew the Prince song. 2000, zero zero patio. It's out of time. You're out of time sure. and you're like, all right, cool, fuck. So they were playing sure. that all day long. Uh, mm-hmm. Same thing. Called, lied, said I was on Passions, uh, and we were in Miami Beach this time. Went super hard, and there's a guy I'm going to thank at the end of this show who saved my life that night, okay. who's the revolutionary figure of the day, okay. um, and his, his name is Jordan Hunter, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get to that story at the end. I'm not going to ruin it, sure. um, but that was a great New Year's. Uh, ha- had a fucking fantastic New Year's Eve. Um, really went hard. Ne- the next couple were in L.A., spent one, I think, in Mexico one time. Like, mm. uh, I've always been a, a huge New Year's guy. And for me personally, it's the one day where I, I actually, I'll take stock on the entire year that day. Like, I don't really like to look at accomplishments or failures or any of that uh, for the year as it's going on. But on that day, I do. I look back and I'm like, all right, w- what, what worked this year? What didn't work this year? Um, and for whatever strange reason, New Year's Eve, like means a lot where I'm like, all right, cool. It's the one day where I look back and be like, what did I do that I can prove upon and all that shit this year or, or vice versa or, or celebrate something. Um, but you, for you, it doesn't have that, right?
1: I mean, I definitely do that. And I enjoy New Year's Eve. Once I got past the point of like being like, it doesn't have to be the biggest party. It doesn't have to be. It's just that. Right. Like the best New Year's Eves were like watching the ball drop with my dad and brothers like in our living room with like the little blowers or whatever. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah.
1: Um, and my best New Year's Eve couldn't be more different than yours because that sounds like a nightmare. Right, right. Yours. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. lasers, clubs, puffed. daddy. I like to go hard. No, thank you. I like you. to go hard, James. No, thank you. Um, one year I did when i was younger did uh, endless summer so um did like new years and christmas in costa rica south oh all right America. yeah sure so sure is it still summer
0: yeah. yeah yeah yeah
1: um and it was in manuel antonio i feel like you know where this is in costa rica or jared does i think he yeah no ja- <laughs> no our
0: buddy jared does i've never been to costa rica actually
1: oh okay yeah so it was in costa rica um, on the beach, we were at this bar that was like just right on the beach. Obviously it's amazing yeah, and super secluded. And we look out on the beach and <clears throat> there's this tent and they're setting up like DJ and putting up all these, um, trees, yeah. like Christmas trees yeah, with yeah. lights on them. And it was just like a crazy party. So we just like that walked awesome. down there. So we're yeah. just like drinking a whole bottle of champagne to yourself I'm a, Everyone I, has their big own. Big fan of that. Yeah. Christmas trees on yep. the beach. Your toes are in the water. It's warm. Starts to rain like a tiny bit because you're so hot. You like love it. Right. It was like one of those nights where you're like, "Are you fucking serious? Like yeah. this is, but not planned. That's the thing. Is like we we're just gonna go to this bar, get a drink. Like it's New Year's, but we're out of town. We don't really know anybody. So it's just like, whatever. We're not gonna like try and have the best night ever. And it turned into. The best night ever from just going with whatever sure like you felt like and that's another like new year's way to do it it's just like say yes like go to whatever the thing is like don't make that many yeah yeah, yeah yeah
0: that would be a blast that, that would be a blast actually i i i think i did one in mexico that was similar to that where it was just like ah, whatever happens tonight, go it happens. Wherever. and yeah, yeah that'd be that'd be awesome
1: you know it's going to be different and weird and as long as you don't die
0: for sure for sure
1: just something that can happen, can, it, can happen.
0: No, it can't happen it can't happen out uh, there uh best new year's was was eleven um yeah two thousand eleven i think oh when uh the jay z the jay z Coldplay show with the opening of the cosmopolitan i talked about that on the show yes and uh that th- that awesome. one was was a yeah, nightmare no because it was personal, that was my night that that they they treated that like a prom so mm-hmm. like it was black tie it wasn't you know there was two hundred people and it was a dinner and that and all that shit where it was just uh Super nice and classy. Like there was no uh, that, that, that that's your ultimate dream. If you got to go to that, it would have been your ultimate dream. Where you are like, wow, this is as nice as it gets, mm-hmm. um, as far as like people dressed up and, and you know dinners and and all of that stuff. So uh, that was a fucking blast. But uh, yeah, this one, this one, we've had so much going on this year for the entire year straight. I, I feel like there's been no let up. No breath at all. Where it's just like this. This is the. This is like one 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 year where I'm just looking forward to hanging out with friends, mm-hmm. staying in our hometown, yep. not traveling, yeah, uh, because we've been a million fucking places this year. And then you know, the, uh, look, I'll be in Vegas in three weeks doing a gig in Vegas. So it's like, man, getting back on that train again. Uh, yeah. it's starting up soon. Starting up quicker than last year, and I'm like, shit. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to just hanging out with some friends, uh, having the kids play with one another, and, yeah. and all of that shit, and taking it easy this one. Yeah. Boy, this one I need it. This one I need it. Uh, next year I don't though.
1: Oh. Next year I, are, I need, need better, to go hard. You better plan for I know. next year. Oh,
0: I'm going to. I, I think. I think next year I w- I would love to do something like that where you go, you go to Mexico and just fucking chill out. Not like Mexico, Mexico. Like right. let's be honest. I want I want to go to fucking TJ and hang out. Sure. Um, you know, go to a donkey show, but uh, Right. Yeah. Go to like Cozumel or fucking, you know, even Cancun, I can get loose in. <sighs> Just enough of a party for me.
1: Sure.
0: Cuz you know the big guy likes to likes to rock. Mm-hmm. Um, eh, the, the, those are those who like to do jello shots still.
1: Oh god. Yeah. Don't mind them. Then go to Cancun, yeah.
0: Don't mind if I, I do. Sure, have fun. Or maybe go to Cozumel and then take that boat over to, to Cancun for the night, you know? Mm-hmm. And really, for those about to rock, you know? Right, uh, right. That would be a blast.
1: I personally would go a little bit more secluded.
0: Oh, yeah. yeah you, you know, yeah. a
1: little bit less like Vegas in Mexico. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah, um, but that's just me.
0: Don't need that. Don't need that. I saw the, uh, it was a. An accident where a bunch of Americans were killed the other day, going to see the Mayan ruins down there. Do you mm-hmm. know where that's at?
1: Yeah, Tulum.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah. So a, bu- a bus fucking rolled down a goddamn hillside. All these people got killed, and I was like, "Man, mm-hmm. why?" Because they went to secluded oh my Mexico. Gosh. They went to secluded Mexico to see the fucking ruins.
1: That was the scariest. I, that's the scared I've ever, most scared I've ever been in Costa Rica when they were going through those. They the way that they drive the big buses on these little roads is like i'm going to die, oh really, like yeah, well, if they, there's they, a little rock did. out of place, yeah. if there's there's no railing and it's just dirt road on the side of a mountain, and these buses like just go through like if anything's yeah. loose, if anything's wet or whatever, you're going down I
0: think seventeen people were killed in this bus going to see oh, yeah. these Mayan ruins i, I or, or 17 Americans, maybe 29 people. But um, I, it was a lot. And I was like, Jesus Christ. No, thank you. Take mm-hmm. me to the Vegas, Mexico. Right. Let's get weird. Yeah. Um, the Bahamas was safe.
1: The mm-hmm.
0: Bahamas was, uh, was nice. Maybe mm-hmm. renting out one of those fucking things would be the jam. Um, but who knows? <laughs> who knows what's going to happen this Renting out year? one of what things? Uh, one of those weird little, you know, there's like a, those weird little islands you can rent. Yeah, just yeah. like a house. I on. would
1: do that. I wouldn't do that.
0: Because they're cheap? Man, it's not. It's not. It's not like some crazy expensive thing yeah, that, you, yeah. that you think. Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't know that they're like, oh man, that's, that's super. It's well, because you
1: don't get all the amenities of like a hotel. You don't. But well, you when you're there, suite, yeah, yeah,
0: and you don't need it, we're just like, oh boy, yeah. Uh, this go to is, the store, get yeah. some get some shit, and fucking really rage. You know, bring some handguns out there. Yeah. yeah, just start firing off gunshots mm-hmm.
1: um, at people on their yeah. Out in front of Yeah,
0: I, I can go for a nice a nice seadoo down you there. You
1: would love a little trip around the island. I love it
0: I love it. Um, besides, we look there. There was a there was a crazy story there. I actually wanted to to uh, to talk about. Um, and it's this Milo Yatianopolis uh, guy, Mm. uh, we look, we've, we've been close to having him on our show a couple of times, uh, it's fell through. Um, I I find him to be a fascinating figure. If you haven't heard, you know, any of his interviews on, uh, he's, he's been on Rogan. He's done a bunch of podcasts. Mm -hmm. Um, does he
1: have his own podcast? Um, he did.
0: He did. I don't don't know if he does anymore.
1: anymore.
0: Um, but he had a, he had a book deal with Simon and Schuster. Yeah. And the book was called dangerous. um, I want to say they gave him a quarter million dollar advance. And then that shit came out from another podcast he said about Mm -hmm. pedophilia or, you know, he said he learned how to suck a dick from an older man or something. Was that was that along those lines?
1: Basically when he was 14.
0: But he also said to his credit that, hey, it was consensual and I fucking did this. Like, you know, right. Yeah. Uh, the
1: joke. I don't know if it was a joke, but he does kind of. Make- I think it was a
0: joke. But he-
1: yeah, yeah. Well, he makes really dark jokes like that. That's his yeah, whole thing. That's his so whole shtick. The joke was kind of like pe- there's, you know, some pedophilia can be like good and helpful and teach you. Yeah. And I'm sure afterwards he was like, I'm fucking joking. But they only take yeah, whatever
0: snippets and whatever. So Simon and Schuster canceled his book deal. Um, he said, go fuck yourself. I'll put the book out myself and it'll be number one, which it was uh i mean fuck. Nice. i yeah, yeah crazy the i the new york times though did not recognize it as number 1 um on the bestseller list yeah i don't know I, I don't know they never gave a clarification as to why um but
1: can you be self published you can
0: and be number 1 and uh he he did it on it he was number 1 on amazon mm. so it it I, there was no clarification or no answer why he did not reach the New York Times bestseller list. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if the book maybe it wasn't in hard copy yet. I, I don't. I'm not sure what, what the what the, the final stats of it were. But he ended up su- suing Simon and Schuster for ten million dollars for not publishing his book and wrongfully terminating his contract. Um, Simon and Schuster, in turn, said, "No, you did not turn in an accept- acceptable manuscript. Uh, that's why we terminated your deal." Um, which is a, a loophole in a contract. Mm. Um, there, there is that, and look, I, I can tell you, I'm so, having sold numerous books at this point, there is a, there is a, a clause in your contract that's, that, that deems it an acceptable manuscript by the publisher. It is a very, very loose term because what, what they deem acceptable will, will often differ from what the, the author deems acceptable of like hey I feel like I've fulfilled all of your obligations and or notes Mm -hmm. in in this book and and this is what this is what I'm giving you
2: Mm
0: -hmm. in any case though any case doesn't matter who it is even like Obama Obama's got a book coming out next year even in the case of somebody like Barack Obama a publisher could could come back and say no we want you to dig a little deeper and we want more and this is not acceptable um, and when it's not acceptable they don't pay you so I'm we're I'm currently going through it now on uh, uh, the Matt Bass book Freedom the Fuck on. There is a clause in there that is that 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 it says this has to be deemed acceptable in order for our book to be acceptable, it's got to be cleared by the Department of Defense. They have not cleared this book yet. It has been six months, and we're still waiting on that. Um, therefore, we can't get paid for this. Um, so I, that's part of the contract, and that's part of the clause. In Milo's case, this isn't, this isn't the, the, the deal. Like, right. They terminated his contract because they didn't like what he said on a podcast mm. and some other shit. And there was a bunch of outrage online that said, why are you giving this fucking guy a book deal? Mm. So now they're going back to this clause because it's essentially the only leg they have to stand on by saying, well, we didn't accept the manuscript. Um, a woman today went into public records, and anybody can do this under any court case, uh, and she got in and got the entire manuscript that was submitted to the judge for the case, including all of the notes from Simon and & Schuster, and has put this on Twitter, and, and Twitter is having a field day with it, of Milo's a shitty writer, uh, he's a talentless hack, all of this <laughs> shit. Um, I, it,
1: you do it. You write a book.
0: Yeah, right. <laughs> First of all, write a book.
1: First of all, write a book. Secondly,
0: the, the notes that are being published on here, like, and I, I don't know Milo. I, I don't have an uh, opinion on him one way or the other, to be honest with you. That's why we're hoping to get him on the show. Mm-hmm. Um, because I, I, I find him a fascinating figure. I enjoy uh, I enjoy him as an entertainer w- when he goes out and speaks on on things, like mm-hmm. uh, on either podcasts or TV shows. I saw him on Bill Moore. Bill Moore. And... um I find him a, a fascinating individual. Um, I, I, is it all for show? Is it all an act? I don't know one way or the other. But to me, I take him as an entertainer, nothing more. He's not a politician, right? Uh, nor will he run, or should be. No, and, uh, and he
1: doesn't want to. Yeah.
0: So I, I, I wouldn't even treat it like that. I just look at him as like a kind of like an Ann Coulter, that like that type of yeah thing. I, I don't like Ann Coulter um, at all. Like she's boring and. Flat to me, whereas Milo, he I find mildly entertaining
1: views as she does either.
0: No, but but they are conservative views nonetheless. Yes. Um. So they're often lumped in the same category. And Coulter sells a lot of books. Um. And uh, My- Milo, this was his first, and was hoping to. So people are having a field day over the editor's comments on his book, saying you don't know how to write and all this other shit. I- I'm going to read a few of them. That, are, that were leaked to the world here. And just to kind of give you an idea of what the book world is like. And, and these notes are not out of the ordinary whatsoever. Um, one of the notes is uh, not, not, a, not a real sentence. This is not a full sentence. Yes, you're, th- th- those are notes you're gonna get um, probably 40, 50 times in a manuscript from your, from your publisher uh the editor's going to write that like hey it just means you have to restructure the sentence a little bit um maybe a word was off or maybe the phrasing sounded weird to an audience and you always need a an outside set of eyes and an editor editors are very important during the book writing process and you're going to get not a, you're going to get these notes like that's ah, not a real sentence 50 fucking times no matter who you are um in your shit. Uh, one of these, the next one is let's leave the word cuck out of here. Cuck. Cuck. Um, he's British. Right. So uh, the word cuck is a big word over there. Um, that, that like, and I've gotten notes like that. That's a subjective note. Oh yeah. You can go like Milo can go back and say, yeah,
1: I like that word. That's how I talk. And that's how how I I talk.
0: This is funny. And they'll, uh, they'll usually cave to something like that. And they'll be like, all right, fine. You got to take something else. Uh, this whole paragraph is off-topic. You know, somebody on Twitter was just like, "Oh God,
2: yeah.
0: a whole ter- no, No, uh, sometimes you, you're you're gonna have a paragraph that doesn't match up with maybe necessarily the the rest of your chapter, and they're gonna ask you to tweak it, change it, or remove it. That happens all the time. Um, unsupportable charge, absurd name calling, no basis to say this. Uh, all of these. Or, or, or common editors' notes. You may not agree with them, like absurd name calling. No, no, no need for that note whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Again, that's on the the editor, completely subjective. You may not like it; he may have liked that line. Totally normal. Right. Unsupportable charge doesn't really matter. And, and the reason why I'm saying that that note doesn't really matter on an unsupportable charge. If you're if you're saying this person did this to to someone else, and I don't like it. It's your opinion. You're writing a book on your life and what you think about the world. As an editor writing unsupportable charge, what the fuck does it what does that matter to you? Right. Like He's just going off about a rant or, what, or whatever he's going to say. Uh, some people on Twitter are making fun of, it was a note from the editor that said, J- just delete this. Uh, I hate this joke. You'll get that a thousand times during the process of an edit. There's going to be jokes that your agent doesn't like. There's going to be jokes that your editor doesn't like. You get that note 1,000 times. Um, You try to do the best you can. If you like it, you fight it. If you don't, you don't. And you can move on from there. Uh, There's another note here. All this pop psychology is hogwash. So it's got to be an older editor at this point, using the term hogwash. And Uh,
1: pops, uh, whatever. Yeah.
0: Um, You can't say... Then there's another one that says, you can't say ugly people are drawn to the left. Have you ever seen the pump people at a Trump rally?
1: Oh, God. So that's just like someone's so, full-on opinion. Yes. So, so they that would be a completely different book.
0: Right. Not only would it be a completely different book, but it's not who Milo is. And like the jokes and things that he's trying to lean towards and tell in this sense... Then you're just taking away from his writing just because you have your own views versus uh, you know a conservative. Obviously, this and every bu- book publisher is is fucking conservative. I mean, not uh, liberal as shit. Yeah, every publisher is lit- liberal as shit, and like, um, and and most of them are women, by the way. So I, you know, ninety percent of the publishing world is is typically women, and you know, I, I write my writing is extremely aggressive obviously with a night she cries while he rides a steed the first so it was the first ever romance novel for dudes is what it was billed as i, I think and it and it it got it got published by simon and schuster uh, but there's there's all kinds of different um labels and imprints who put out books for for different reasons ours was Regan arts simon and schuster put out the book published it um they were looking for aggressive content um but i went through a lot of this um yeah. uh, w- with them i don't like this joke this joke is too nasty gross mean whatever it is mm-hmm. uh, i had uh, an entire chapter pulled at the last minute the nth hour there was uh, a, a a sex scene with harriet tubman in there with with the character and harriet tubman and they made me pull the entire chapter or they would not print it therefore they would not deem it acceptable it was, it was the exact phrasing i got in the email um, I had to change it knowing that my contract said this is not acceptable. And uh, if I didn't, they wouldn't publish the book. So you either have to play ball or not play ball. You do up until a certain point. When you sign somebody like Milo, and especially paying 250, you're paying him, in my opinion, to be as, as aggressive as he possibly can yeah. in his book, be as controversial as he possibly can, because you're going to sell a shit ton of books. Right. Even when this deal fell through, and they got rid of him, um, you know, and he sold it on his own and went to number one because he told the, told the story that he wanted it told th- that, that the fans wanted and expected. And that's why it went number one. This is why you're giving a big advance like this to somebody like that.
1: What's the lawsuit about?
0: The, the lawsuit about is whether the contract was terminated unfairly. From
1: Milo to Simon yes.
0: Schuster. Okay. So My- Milo filed against Simon & Schuster saying, hey, okay. you guys terminated this contract, but I, you know, it, it is not in, in my contract that I have to be a good person in real life right. or I couldn't have said shit in the past that you were offended by. Right. It is whether or not this manuscript, this book, I did all that I could to make the changes that you requested. Yeah. And we agreed on the book that we agreed on. And I think this is going to be the reason why I've gone this far down the rabbit hole with this, this, this book in particular is going to change a lot of things, I think, in the publishing world of what they're deeming acceptable anymore and why. Mm-hmm. Because I don't see anything, and even though Milo's is getting killed on this um, by people on Twitter, people on Twitter don't know what the publishing process is like. Same with screenwriting. Screenwriting is even worse. I mean, fuck, man. The, the shit that your, the notes your agent gives to you before it even goes to a studio or, or your book agent goes to a publisher, fucking awful. They're like, dude, why would you write this? This is fucking terrible. You need to pull this. Like, uh, you can do better. Like, you get shit like that. Right. You can do better. And it's just like... Uh, I mean, I've, I, I'm
1: disappointed in you. I, I've
0: gotten... I'm disappointed in you for this joke. I've gotten... Uh, you're funnier than this. Mm-hmm. I've gotten you're better than this joke. Like, the worst shit you could imagine, these are what these notes are. So nothing in this, you know, oh, this this leaked fucking manuscript from simon and schuster editor all of this is totally normal like i fuck i've i I, to be honest with you i've gotten worse notes than this
1: right but to people that don't understand that it looks like it looks like milo is untalented or can't write or whatever it's like
0: no this is part of the writing process and you go through fucking months of notes like this over and over and over again um so none of this is uncommon The, the thing that i i find Again, that could change the publishing world, which is fascinating. Is if if he loses this suit, then what is deemed acceptable in your book or in real life are going to change forever now. And like you're going to have to watch what you say and do leading up to the publishing or a book, or they could yank it at any time and not give you the rest of your money. So, it, you know, I hate to use the word dangerous because that's the name of his book, mm-hmm. but this, this, this ruling will be important in court because it could potentially be dangerous to what's printed going on for the the, the, the future and how contracts are going to be worded. Uh, okay. Because, look, I have another, I have the sequel to this book coming out next summer. Um, it's called When Darkness Falls, He Doesn't Catch It. And it is more aggressive than this book right here. I have a 30-day contract um, that when the book is, done on my side i have to give that to them first the same publisher who did this uh they have 30 days to decide whether or not they're going to do it or not before i can either i I can even shop it to anyone else Mm -hmm. um and but if they come back and say there's things we want to change in this i'm gonna i'm gonna say no like hey this is the book that i wanted to make and uh fuck off i'll print it on my own Mm -hmm. uh which is what milo done is what it's what a lot of people have done and especially with um audiobooks uh who's the big audio channel
1: um um um, um, um,
0: audible audible. Audible audible.com that 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 prevented a lot of people from publishing self-publishing in the past because you know the books on audible have become so huge now that you couldn't get on Audible before unless you had a publisher. So you had to have a publisher. The publisher had to book studio time, approve the, the, the final edit on your audio book before it would go up. Uh, you couldn't get on Audible. Now you can, so you don't need them anymore. Mm-hmm. And you get to keep 100% of your rights. Mm-hmm. So 100% of the money that comes in from audible.com goes to you, where typically if you do it with a publisher, you only get 30%. It's a big fucking jump. Dang. So now, like somebody like me, um, because most of the, your biggest book sales, ironically, come from podcasts. Uh, any, any book publisher um, will tell you, hey, you need to get on a lot of podcasts. This is what's selling the most amount of books. Uh, they pair it up with people who genuinely like to listen to shows, podcasts in particular, mm-hmm. often read. Right. And they're therefore either most likely to either buy your book or buy the Audible book, audio version of your book. And, and they'll tell you to gas it. Well, with having two shows, Ross Patterson Revolution and Drinking Bros, sell my own fucking books. Like, I don't, I, I don't really need their goddamn help. So I'm, I'm writing exactly what the fuck I want to write in this. But somebody like Milo, who you're getting paid to write what the fuck he does and release that to the world by filing this... Suit, because uh, I, I heard I heard there's a countersuit against him. Uh, if this if this settlement or judgment doesn't go through, I I think it's going to change the way people think about publishing uh, uh, on the writing side of whether or not they actually want to go down that road anymore. Right, and it's also going to change what agents say to the publishers of like, "Hey, man, I I'm not responsible if my client goes off the fucking deep end in real life. Yeah, we've signed a fucking deal. You can't deem this book, you know." unacceptable like if Milo had turned in 20 pages because they and they give you a word count in these fucking things it'll be you know usually a minimum of 60,000 words that you have to turn in if he had turned in 40,000 words 20,000 words 30,000 words and was just like this is my book you guys fucking fix it then you have a real problem right. of this is not acceptable he didn't do that he turned in a full a book. book turned in his book um these notes are these notes these notes are fucking typical. You might not agree with them, but there is a back and forth dialogue between you and the editor, and you, and you can hash that out. Um, them canceling the book because of what happened—you know, what he said on a podcast three years ago, or whatever—to me, he he should win this suit. Uh, we will find out very very shortly. But to anybody who is who is reading this story online today and goes through all of these edits and think that he's a shitty writer, don't. It is a lot worse than this, and this is totally fucking normal. Why people are having a meltdown over this is just because they're uninformed and not involved in in those processes. But uh, God help you if you are. um, Take what you're seeing today and understand these notes that if you are to publish your book, or that is your dream to to write a book and and get it sold and published and out into stores and airports around the world, your notes are probably going to be worse than this. Um, because those motherfuckers are ruthless mm-hmm. and you have to have thick skin and kind of laugh it off or it is a brutal brutal process uh, across the board and everyone has their own opinion on what's a book should be to me an editor a good editor can give suggestions uh you may not agree with them but saying things like this is not a sentence or rephrase this or whatever like those are acceptable notes where you're like, all right, great. I was off on this or like, ah, this is off topic in this chapter. Move this somewhere else or delete it like normal, normal shit. But uh, if you're trying to, you know, put your opinion in there of like, have you seen Trump supporters and things like that? That's not a, no, that's it's not a justifiable note. It's editing. Yeah. So I, I don't know. When, when I read this, like this, this really struck me. Cause I was just like, man, I don't know this fucking guy one way or another. So I, it's not like I'm a, uh, I'm on his side, uh, you know, or, or, or know him personally, but I know that process personally. And it's just like, yeah, there's, this is pretty stock standard. Right. Uh, the other crazy story that I saw today, which was, which was weird was that uh, was Dr. Phil. Um, some people are suing Dr. Phil, some former guests that came on the show were batting, battling uh, alcoholism and, and drug addiction. Say they were given alcohol and drugs before their interviews. What? Yeah. To loosen up. And that is true. This is, a, like, this is 100% true. Um, you go backstage at these green rooms for interviews and talk shows and all of that shit. They have, it is stocked full of liquor. They even ask you if you want anything before you get there. Mm-hmm. But usually you go into your green room room stocked with liquor and beer. And, uh, you know, if you need a little, a little Mickey, a little <laughs> to calm you down. Because a lot, look, a lot of people are camera shy and get nervous on camera, they get all this shit for you. This, this isn't a shock to me. People are going ape dick over that. You
1: can't win that. I mean. Can't win what? That's that lawsuit. Uh, it's, it's with everybody. It,
0: it is, but like you would figure you would know better of like, hey guys, we're doing a show about drugs and alcohol today. Let's, let's clear let's out not, the, the yeah, dressing yeah. room. Now, now, let's say you take a celebrity who's recently gone sober their their publicists will call in and say, "Hey, clear that shit out of the green right. room. Like, let's let's get it on." You should know, though, as a producer or or a PA or uh, you know an AD. Hey, guys, we're doing a show about we get some drug addicts or some alcohol right uh, alcoholics. Maybe let's get that out of the fridge or not offer that to them. Right? You know, do you need to sit before you go on? Every one of them is going to say, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely.
2: Yeah. I need a
0: little something to, to go on. Well, the tricky part about this is if he was giving them shit. So that they would look fucked right. up or seem fucked right. up on the show. Yeah. And I don't know that answer. Um, I don't, I, I used You'd to. You'd have to see that show. Yeah. yeah and I, I used to, I don't know what Dr. Phil's deal is. I, I, I've known a few leaked emails over the years where he bashed Oprah repeatedly. Because mm-hmm. um, Oprah was the one who discovered Dr. Phil mm-hmm. and gave him. Look, Dr. Phil's worth a gajillion dollars now. Um. And, you know, if you're not fat from riding on a unicorn, you should put down the Snickers. (laughs) Um, You know, he's famous for just saying stupid shit like that and having this fucking crazy shit on. Um, I don't know what kind of person he is. I I know that he used to drive this Corvette that said Dr. Phil on it. Because I would pass him. We lived. Actually, his studio was like a, a street over from from where I live. So I used to I used to, I feel like I passed him like every fucking day in this stupid Corvette. He's exactly what you think, you know, where you're like, sure. oh yeah, that's the guy who bought the Corvette thinking he's fucking Right. Johnny Cool guy, you know? Um, but uh I don't know him as a as a person. When I mean, you go on Springer, like if this was Springer and you said that to me Oh hey, yeah, they were giving drugs and alcohol to to people. For sure, fuck yeah, they were.
1: Obviously, yeah.
0: The more the merrier on that goddamn show, and that's what I love about it. That's what I love about it. Doctor Phil, though, is a little a little classier. You would, I would have thought, in less. I guess.
1: Mm, I don't think that's actually true. No. No, he's he's just as much into ratings as as anyone.
0: As the as the as the rest of them. Mm-hmm.
1: Who's on against him
0: though? Is, it Al- is he? What who's up against Ellen? um Who's in those daytime slots?
1: No, didn't. It, when was that? Um, when was the JB, jbr was Oh, that the, nighttime. No, no, no it, it was it day. was day. So yeah. It was like it ten was or something. I, you
0: know, I want to say it was in the afternoon. I want to say it was a four o'clock show. Okay, like a three or four o'clock so show. Yeah, i taped it I was gone, but
1: you're Ellen. You, I guess you don't have a lot of competition, but you don't have a lot of people watching. That's sort of a dead yeah. zone of like we're getting ready for dinner like you know you're not just sitting around yeah
0: i i I, those afternoon shows i don't really get down ellen's about the only one where you're like all right cool i still like like the lighter shit the lighter fare like in the middle of the afternoon i don't want to get into this heavy shit right um my my mom was a big oprah oprah woman is a is when i was a child mm-hmm. and like i remember there was days where i would come home and find her just bawling on the couch and I'm like, oh, are, you, are you okay yeah this lady on oprah she's fucking, she's having problems with weight loss or whatever it is and you're we just like oh my god
2: yeah, boy. Uh, i hate
0: like as a child i hated oprah because it right. was just you know i was always making my mom cry sure um but you know you grow up later on you're like oh shit this is what all of this is Ellen's a lighter fair Oprah got to be a lighter fair later on she had a lot of actors and and actresses on later Mm -hmm. on Dr. Phil like that shit's too fucking heavy for me um I'm still a Springer
1: Uh, yeah but it's and it's bordering Springer so like Dr. Phil has gone into an area of like it's not Springer, but it kind of is. Like the way that they pit people against each other and giving people alcohol, or whatever. But he like he had
0: the cashmere side girl on there, right? Yeah, it was Dr. Phil. Maybe, yeah. He had the fucking cashmere side girl. So you're right. He does do shit like that that are bordering on Springer. Yeah. Um, yeah. Cause that cash meow that that was yeah, it was Dr. Phil that she he'll was. He'll do
1: toxicology, he'll do lie yep. detector, he'll do all that bullshit stuff. Yeah. That like gets people pissed and he wants them to fight. So it's like Springer, but he doesn't want them to actually fist fight, but he'll do and say things and put things in the middle of a group so that they will fight. So, I mean, I don't see the difference.
0: You know, the crazy thing is I, I just read that she paid off her mom's mortgage in its entirety. The Cash Me Outside girl did that. You fucking believe that shit? That's crazy. All off of one catchphrase on a Dr. Phil show. She's made, cause like, look, she's doing appearances and rap videos and songs, Ugh. yeah. She's fucking out there and she's making money, like a, like a fair amount of money. Oops. I wanna say she's made two or three million dollars so far. Like, that's insanity. Dr. Phil, I, look, she came off Dr. Phil.
1: Yeah, so there you go.
0: Crazy, He's crazy. not
1: that respectable.
0: <laughs> no. No, who, who else we got? I think Maury's one of the morning guys.
1: Yeah, and I love the,
0: those goddamn things. It's all paternity tests. It's all paternity tests.
1: Yeah, lie detectors and paternity lie detectors tests.
0: and paternity tests. I, I think he because originally he started off as serious. It's mm-hmm. um, like a
1: normal, and like so did Dr. Phil and so did Jerry Springer.
0: Yeah, but then <sighs> then you see what's selling and like. Mm-hmm. Uh, put those paternity tests and cause all I, I will remember Maury for is you were not the father. Yeah, that's it. That, and that, it feels like anytime you flip on that show, that's what it that's is. That's all they're doing now. Or, or a lie of tech, cause it crushes in the ratings. And it, the weird thing about it was he was a serious journalist before that got started and his wife is, isn't he married to Connie Chung? Yeah. Yeah. Like like, does the to,
1: chunkster fucking think that's cool? Or? or
0: does the chunkster think it's funny? And if so. I think
1: she does because she parties. The does chunkster she, fucking. Does chunkster party? She parties, dude. Those no way. two party. I, I mean, like, martinis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah. kind of, but yeah. like all the time.
0: I think, I, I, I would think Connie, Chung, she seems kind of funny to me. Like, she'd be and great at a dinner cool, party. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The other one who I heard is really fun at a dinner party is Katie Kirk. Everybody said Katie Kirk is a blast a fucking blast. A blast yeah everybody's like I mean, dude i like her but she's I... the life of the party she's funny she's super self-depreciating she, you know she has a few cocktails knocks n- mixes it up and okay. she was either dairy uh, i'm sorry married or dating uh oh yeah that it could be a new word dairyed
1: i think they. she got was dairyed married, dating yeah.
0: married um to the owner of the boston red Sox um for a while like either they were either dating or married and like you know you party in Boston, the Red Sox For party. For sure. uh, she was part of that whole shit. She's
1: married to a younger guy, right?
0: Now I don't know. Yeah, I don't know I where her so. story is.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, she's not. Is she not, she's not on morning anymore, is she?
1: No, she has a podcast.
0: She does. Yeah, that's a fucking shame. Um, um,
1: she what did she? She got, she got fired, on... or
0: did she let? Did she get let go? Of... It was
1: a Matt Lauer situation.
0: Ah,
1: and so. He it was in those the phase of him like just getting rid of whoever he didn't want right whoever he had problems with would leave and it was this big controversy and then she Fucking just Matt recently Lauer. will would had come back to kind of like fill in right. her and Matt together it's kind of interesting um I like but yeah I like she kind of just does her own why thing. not
0: plug her into that slot uh where where Matt She's Lauer was good
1: now uh, is she I, I, I mean her podcast is always like really high on the chart yeah
0: but but still like she's she was great on tv I liked Katie Couric on tv she was she was always awesome to me yeah I I remember after the you're right it was the Matt Lauer thing and I think she went to I want to say it was Yahoo and had a show on Yahoo online and people were oh this is going to be the next big thing streaming and it it bombed and it didn't do well not because of her just because Yahoo wasn't prepared for something like that you know they thought that that which which probably is the future there was just a little too early for that Mm. and uh then they paid her a shit ton of money for it so mm. um i'd like to see her come back
1: katie kirk was rad she is rad she's still she's good yeah
0: but if, i mean she's she was good. rad on tv like, yeah
1: um i think she does do you listen to her show in there yeah
0: Wait, is there any good is yeah it, what is it topical or
1: yeah she just she can get anyone on that she wants, and sure. she's got a rad place in New York that I think she does it from. So it's like, who doesn't want to go to Katie's house and do and, an interview yeah, and with do her? A, so and do a thing. She just does a bunch of cool interviews and fucking little bit topical. But
0: it'd be nice to see her nuke out uh, Megan Kelly and take over that yeah, slot. That would Jesus be amazing. Christ, that that that's just the most goddamn depressing shit of I all time. Her. I hate
1: her so much. I uh, it's, hate her it's, so it's it's, much. it's, it's she is such a fucking bitch.
0: Yeah, it's it's she's the fucking worst. She is. Uh, and again, we've talked about this. You know, we we get up around that time, get our kid ready for school,
1: and I've given her a chance, have I not?
0: Yes, you have. I've uh, given n- her a numerous chance times. I was like,
1: okay, not good enough. You know, woman power, whatever. And not she was just good. I mean, enough. just yesterday, she was a total bitch to this guy that was trying to give like tips for winterizing houses and making things easier. How to shovel, right. you know, how to shovel your snow, all of that. And she was just like breaking him down the whole time. She's like, nobody's gonna do that. Nobody would ever do that, thinking that she's funny.
2: Uh, it's the worst. And
1: um, super uncomfortable. And you're just like, you are. I think she just hates men.
0: No, and she's not relatable. And yeah,
1: she's never done any of the anything in real life. No. Anyways, I, and I, I think she has
0: to mind. hate men. Like I think that's a facade of because of, of what's now. going on. Yeah, all she. Uh, same with Maury. I'm not, I'm not the father. She is the the hashtag Me Too. All she has is victims on of shit, and mm-hmm. that's that's the only thing that does well for her in the ratings. Um, and that's even a stretch. Like that's gonna wear real thin real quick. Right. Um, but yeah, it, it is what it is. Last but not least, here the last topic I, I want to talk about. I saw this today was a uh, uh, Roy Moore, um, filed a suit uh, against Alabama for voter fraud.
1: Huh.
0: Yeah. And there were there was a lot of things on social media that said if you can get to Alabama and vote, go ahead and do it, and blah blah blah. He was a judge. Like, it, look, like, the guys, probably a piece of shit. Um, I don't know him personally, but uh, by all you know, if you don't believe, he's in probably a piece of shit. Homosexuality on, or whatever. Yeah, moving on. Um, but it, it, he from all everybody we've spoke to, um, and we 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 spoke to quite a few people. Who knew his family and him in Mm -hmm. Alabama. Mm -hmm. Um, Remember a a restaurant one night? Talked to him about it for like an hour. Uh, There was a couple from Alabama. And they worked with his whole family and whatever. Mm -hmm. And they were like, "Eh, none of these allegations are true. But Mm -hmm. he's just a weird guy in general. A brainiac is the way they put it. Um, If they, uh, A very smart guy is what they said. And a brainiac kind of keeps himself a very methodical thinker and was always tinkering with things but uh which makes sense if you're a judge Mm -hmm. um if he turns out to be right on this the shit storm this will cause
1: holy shit we will see
0: because you're look you're only looking at the final difference when i was reading this article this morning was twenty one thousand votes not a lot no so not a lot uh, boy you could be i mean this would be utter fucking chaos if this came true uh not saying it is not right? saying it isn't throwing right. it out there cuz it was we'll the last we'll last big see. story i read and um uh of 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 the end of 2017 could wow. you fucking imagine the shitstorm this would cause Holy shit. so they have to legally go back and do a recount and figure this shit out um if this turns the other way next year boom everyone be like, to I'm 2018.
1: so proud of you alabama they're like we we didn't like
0: we didn't do we that. We actually
1: don't know who <laughs> who did that. Yeah,
0: eh, we don't know who did that. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. I'm gonna. I, I'll follow this now uh, a little more closely than I would have ah, before. I would have dismissed it. Just you know, the guy wouldn't concede, and it was just like, yeah, whatever. He demanded a he's recount. A fine. He's a um, dick. But now that that he's alleging voter fraud, we'll see. We'll see what happens because. This did get brought up in a few counties and states uh, during the presidential election. And they went back and, and recounted them by hand um, and found the people and, and all of this shit. And uh, some of the votes in some of the states were closer. You know, I, What was it, Michigan that came down to like 10,000 votes for Trump over Hillary. Um, mm-hmm. So uh, they'll, they'll get to the bottom of it. But uh, if that ends up flipping the other way, because a couple of these have flipped in the past, Good luck, 2018. It will be... You will be <laughs> raining in the new year Ugh. with a fucking bombshell. A bombshell. With that, I'd like to get to the revolutionary figure of the day. Um, Since it's New Year's, Jabes,
1: mm. I'm going to go back
0: to, to a New Year's story that I was talking about oh, earlier. Oh,
1: yes, I remember.
0: My revolutionary figure of the day is a man named Jordan Hunter. Uh-huh. Close friend. Sure. B fry, if you will. So, so some might say... The only friend that, that is worth having in this world after what he did for me. Oh, wow. A um, lot of drinks on New Year's. A lot of drinks. You're going around the club. You know, you're young and wild and free. Sure. It's like a Wiz Khalifa song. Um, sometimes you make some dad decisions. Um, you know?
1: Sorry, dad or bad? Bad. Oh, okay.
0: Bad decisions. Not and, dad decisions. In, in no way or shape or form did I say the word dad.
1: Oh, he said dad decision. Be- no. Dad decision. Nope. nope.
0: <laughs> Didn't make that any. De- you're making a dad decision if you don't pull out at the end of the night. <laughs> sure. Um, sure. But a bad decision. Right. Would be, you know, taking home a four somewhere in there where you're oh. like, oh, that's a bad decision. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes, especially in Miami Beach, uh, women are not women. Ah. Yeah. 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 Um, and there was a, There was, uh, look, I had a lot of drinks that night. Mm. Might've been chatting up a tranny. Oh yeah. Yeah. And for a while, like a good, like a, a good 20, a good 20 minutes where you're just like, Oh my God, you're beautiful or oh, whatever, no. whatever it is. Cause you don't know. Look down in Miami. It is, it's, you're
1: getting they close really to Thailand. They really take care of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They yeah. really,
0: it's a hard call there. Sure. For some of them. you're like, oh, sure. boy, sure. I, don't, I don't know what I'm getting yeah. into. Yeah. Jordan Hunter saved my life that night. Oh, how? Um, he said, hey, man. I felt this tap on the shoulder. Sure. And then he said, hey, man. Uh, That's a fucking dude.
1: And you're all, what up, Jay Hunt?
0: Yeah. And You're, I almost, all,
1: you're all, let me do this, Jay yeah,
0: Hunt. Yeah. Um, we, we called him Joho. Um, yeah joho joho no just joho um that's that's what we like to call him joho uh jordan hunter and i and i just he tapped me on the shoulder and he said uh it's a fucking dude bro and i was like no no, no can't no, no. be i love her and he goes uh you notice how tall she is i was like yeah she's like she was like six one sure model, I was like, model size exactly that's what i said model <laughs> supermodel big deal supermodel don't be jealous because really i don't be jealous because i'm going home with the supermodel i'm sure. i'm six three guess what she can still wear her heels with me right uh, and he goes okay fair enough i'll give you that um but have you seen her hair and her hands and i was like eh, she's got bigger hands she's a bigger lady whatever sure.
1: model again Normal. Model.
0: have you seen nicole kidman's hands right goddamn goddamn seal seal mitts you know right those are seals
1: all right, Seal right, mittens. Right. Uh,
0: she's got, I was like, ah, she's a taller lady. You ever seen a lady that tall? No, I haven't. Mm-hmm. Uh, what about that Adam's apple? Pardon me? Mm-hmm. Looked up. It was the size of a golf ball.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: I was like, oh boy, Adam's I've apple? made a mistake. Yep. The Adam's apple was... was as
1: big as her balls.
0: Yeah. Um, I have made a, a very bad decision here for the last 20 minutes. Right. And I think it is time for me to step away from the dance was
1: there any like cuddling canoodling no there was
0: there was some touching like on her like breezing by my shoulder Oh, okay, that whole type of thing and i will say this when he pulled me away she was genuinely pissed off about it like um and i don't know if that's a thing of like hey with 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 transsexuals whether they want to turn out a you know straight dude it's a big thing in the gay community Um. That that's a that's a goal. That that was what the the Kevin Spacey thing was all about. Like, and same with Brian Singer.
1: I think maybe they think you might know, and that you're into it. I don't know. And if you get, or if that's
0: part of the thing where you're like, hey, with like, for for example, straight guys, you know, when they're like, oh man, she's a virgin, or she's never been with a older man, or some, you know, some weird thing they'll they'll find a latch onto. Maybe that's a weird thing. I don't know.
1: Right. Either way, I didn't
0: want to find out. Yeah. And. I didn't because of Jordan Hunter.
1: God bless him. Yeah. God bless him. He's a hero. Hero.
0: Um, I, he, th- in this case, he is the hero he I, I, the I hero. deserved. Mm-hmm. He is the hero He's I deserve. And you needed, and I, needed him. and I want to applaud you, Jordan Hunter. And I'm going to say, this is an audio and in a video. Yep. In the camera. On the microphone. You're getting a slow clap.
1: That's Nicole Kidman.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Look up, and if you don't know what she's talking about, <laughs> Google like Nicole Kidman clapping at the Golden Globes and it's, you will see that it is, it's like the Grinch, it's like she gr- does not Grinch know hands.
1: How. She does not know how. Yeah, well, it is a Grinch hands. It's well, her fingers hands.
0: are like Grinch length, mm-hmm. um, where it's just like, you're like, oh, wow, that's weird. Yeah, um, it's, like a, it's like a baby seal clapping. Um, so Jordan Hunter, this one's, this one's to you. Uh, Merry New Year. Happy New Year.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, and to the Jables, we're going to ring it in strong. How do you feel? How do you feel about next year? You think it's gonna be good?
1: I think it's gonna be great. I think uh, it's gonna be the best ever. I hope so. Don't you think? I hope. Yeah.
0: You never know. Yeah. You never yeah, we're know.
1: On the, we're on the wave. We're on I've the top always of the had wave.
0: those. I, I've always had those years where I I, I I used to say that all the time. I'm like, "Oh, it's gonna be the best year ever," and it wasn't.
1: Yeah. I guess don't jinx it. But um, yeah. Then
0: there's others where I was just like, ah, I don't know what's gonna happen next year," and it turned out to be the best year ever. So I don't know what's gonna happen, but I'm excited for it. Whatever it is, uh, I can tell you I'm fucking back to work you know asap asap rocky on this shit so uh we'll see either either way uh we appreciate you uh tuning in watching the ross patterson revolution um for all of 2017 and and we're gonna go hard as fuck for uh for all of 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 2018 as well so this this isn't gonna stop we've got uh we've got the audio shows monday wednesday and uh and fridays and then we do two video shows a week and those are, you can find both of those feeds. There's two separate feeds on iTunes. Um, so if you want to watch the video show, you can go to iTunes. There's a, and it's free, same as the show. Um, and you can download the video portion of the show, which is the, the entire show itself. Uh, you can go to YouTube. You can always find them on YouTube. You can find them on podbean.com as well. And of course you can always find them on Facebook, on the Ross Patterson, Facebook page, the Ross Patterson revolution, Facebook page, um, And then we usually throw some snippets up on Instagram. But uh, we'll be here for you uh, three days, three days a week for for all of 2018 as well. Uh, For the Jables, a.k.a. Jesse Wiseman, I am Ross Patterson. This is The Revolution. Good night, everyone. Good night.